guess where you are? Am I at the ice cream store? What? Yeah. Am I at the ice cream parlor? Yeah, welcome to the ice cream store. Welcome to the... Holy crap. Where'd you guys get all this ice cream? Uh, we, we make it in, our, in the back of the store from breast milk. Uh, breast milk? Yeah, from the breast milk of uh, the uh, street women. Ladies of the night. Where did you guys find breasts? I've never seen a breast. They're all over the city. Manhattan's chock full of them. You can just find them on the side of the road. Why I order breasts? It's the, it's the finest breast milk in a my man city. Can... <laughs> I've never seen a breast. You you never seen a pair of tits? A pair? <laughs> Hell no. Two boobs on one chest. Wow. It... Wow. <laughs> It's like, oh man, I just go back in time and seeing your first pair of boobs in real life, and just I wish I could would have done that. I don't think I think I probably didn't Holy say anything. God. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Look at, that rack. look at those tits! <laughs> I can't believe you letting me see your tits, kid. <laughs> I love being fourteen. I love being fourteen and on Xanax. It's awesome. <laughs> wow! I love being look at a at house. Those I, I love being at a house party with a bunch of people who graduated two years ago. And this is the coolest thing that can happen for a guy like me who's just really not supposed to live past like 18 years old. You know, it's kind of sort of the end of the road there. Anyway, thanks for letting me see your tits. Uh, wow! Wow! <laughs> like four years ago, I was really into Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't really know what's happened in the last four years. I guess I smoked weed. That's bad. I had to pretend to be Christian for two years for this. <laughs> wow. I had to go to fucking youth group for three and a half years every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Just to see your butt cheeks. Uh, I've had a heart on for six months. <laughs> I've have been rock solid singing Blood of the Lamb for fucking... Ten months, and finally it pays off getting a load of that wreck. Hey, Jake. You want to hear about my new uh, ice cream pile idea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. It's an ice cream boob parlor. Made out of breast milks? It's made out of boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a genius idea. The city Boom needs... Boob cream. <laughs> Yum. We've got flavors like booberry and uh chocolate boob. Chocolate tits. We've got strawberry breast. Vanilla boob. Vanilla rack. Uh caramel tits. Chinese boob. Chinese. <laughs> we got the most popular flavor Chinese boobs. <laughs> You know, when I was growing up in the south side of the suburbs of Houston, Texas, I couldn't even fucking imagine a business that would serve the community in such a fucking way where you go to satisfy a man's two natural cravings. One, ice cream. Two, 
dates. And so I thought to myself, what if a man could marry these two ideas into one golden geese egg? Now, son, you're four feet tall. You know what that means. <laughs> Double scoop here at Brahms. Where are you going to get? I want a, I want a boob-flavored ice cream. You ever suck a pair of tits, old-timer? Well, Son, I mean... Son, you gotta stop talking like that. I don't know. This Gilbert Gottfried fella, he's not your daddy. I am, and you're gonna talk like a normal guy. Dad, I hate you! I wanna be like the guy on TV! And I wanna see Chinese boobs! Do you think that you could just, like, maybe, instead of putting it in a cone... Place it in some sort of receptacle. The way Put I it on your boobs. <laughs> Listen, son, I, I, I am gonna have to call a sheriff. Uh, this Brahms is is Christian owned, so if you could just. Uh... I want ice cream. I want you to put the ice cream on my dad's boobs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We. <laughs> We, I'll do it for you. You you've convinced me with your sultry words there, son. I don't know how you got words like honey, man. I just sweet and sticky. I will do it for you, but only just once. Uh, I did. I I do feel. I do feel like if somebody could finagle it or or word it a certain way, that you could open up, uh, like an ice cream shop made for like breast milk. Like like one of those artisan like yuppie type joints that are only yeah, open. Yeah, like a Gwyneth Paltrow type thing. Yeah, it's exactly. Like... Where it's supposed to be sex positive, but it's basically like almost human trafficking. Like yeah, it's like, just uh, they should do like a a yoni juice infused. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And they don't call it ice cream; they call it like creme de la coochie or something gay like that. I don't like know. something uh, like you know that sounds bad. I don't really like I don't that really I said like that. that either. <laughs> I'm really mad that I said that. In fact, yeah, I'm they take could a brief... call it like creamy cunt instead of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's in the Krispy Kreme font. Yeah, it's called, yeah. It's called Cream Pie Fuck City. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sex positive and it's Where progressive and it's liberal too. It's a cream... new ice cream shop where you get to fuck all the girls and kill them and eat ice cream. And somehow it's progressive. <laughs> it's... Somehow, Nancy Pelosi hangs out in front of the store. Come get your coochie cream pie cuda sauce on your pussy ice cream cone. Uh, and uh, if you don't eat it, you're like a Nazi or something. Um, anyway, yeah, I do think if you could get Gwyneth on it or some other sort of like vanilla milk type bitch, maybe like Olivia Wilde or something, um, that you could get that some legs on that. It wouldn't have any continuity. Like, I feel like it wouldn't last long, but those businesses aren't supposed to, they're just supposed to be in the news for like two months. And then like Austin has a bunch of them where it's like, come eat, uh, like cricket chocolate bars or like, come eat. Like, it's not, that's not open for a long time. You know, it's just like stupid shit like that, but breast milk, ice cream, chocolate boobs. Yeah, oh, I f- yeah. <laughs> you're like sprinkles an, on your boobs. You're like in an intern meeting, and, and they're like, all right, so we got to think female-oriented, female-centered, okay? So my idea, creme de la breast, okay? And it's in, like, Garamond font. We get, like, some of the best graphic designers in the city, and we really hit this campaign hard. We want people to view it as this is a moral choice, right? You eat this breast ice cream. 
and you become a better person by consuming it. This is like the way you hit Gen Z. And you're on a corner just kind of sweating a little bit. And you're like, I got an idea. <laughs> Chocolate food. <laughs> Chinese Mexican flavored food. <laughs> So I understand uh, your enthusiasm, and man, I really like it when you come with those ideas, but we want to stay away from the race-centered uh, stuff on this because we are trying to appeal to a younger, more progressive demographic, So we want to, but it has to be professional. So I like the enthusiasm, but let's tone down the race. Can you get, what else do you gotcha. think you can? Okay. How about Italian girls gash flavored <laughs> ice cream? Um, so we are going with breast milk. Um, I think you are getting there with the girl idea. Um, we do want to have this be a female centered product. It's for men too, but we less sexual and less race oriented. Um, gotcha. So think of it like, you know, if you wanted to, (laughs) uh, I think they're called Inuit. Um, so we got to let, I'm Inuit. I don't think you are. By that I mean, I'm getting into it. <laughs> My voice is going fast. I don't know how much longer we can keep this I up. Have <laughs> Fifty minutes of podcast. <laughs> it's over. Uh, you're 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 teetering on Marge. So let's just double I back. Know, I know I can't do it. <laughs> oh, Homer. Oh, they're trying to make. <laughs> don't. How about what if what if we made a, an ice cream and it t- it was like a Chinese girl ice cream like a Chinese bitch ice cream Yeah that sounds Well like good, you know Paul. like we want to be progressive and shit It's like a black girl pussy ice cream <laughs> <laughs> Yeah welcome to the uh the fat pussy uh, magic girl sauce at recipe parlor where we only make the finest gelato from fucking and we only let fat bitches work there <laughs> and it'll help because they'll eat all the ice cream and they'll get even fatter we're gonna go out of business fucking fast <laughs> the, we're doing they going eat, out they of they bi- even eat the fucking sprinkles and the crumbled up butterfingers you think you got like you're like man will they eat all the graham cracker crumbles they're gone before noon before we hit fucking the lunch pail room last week they hired a bitch who ate a whole tub of sprinkles before opening time <laughs> <laughs> she had two she had two inch gauges half her head was shaved and her name was stink <laughs> she was about 485 pounds looked like a giant's linebacker uh, she ate a whole tub of sprinkles and then just started injecting vanilla ice cream into her veins. And we got a little sub-slogan for You think these girls are big, you should see their resumes. <laughs> All of them have master's degrees in social work from Columbia. We give them $9 an hour to come <laughs> and serve up ice cream in these chunks. All of them were, had worked for Vox and they all worked for fucking Gawker. Uh, made they back were all in the, the girls that tried to fucking uh, walk out on Deadspin. Yeah, ago. they did the 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 shitty men in media list. It didn't really work out. This the longevity on that plan had no fucking legs. So now, now we got our own list: big fat ass women uh, in ice cream. <laughs> 
And boy, the list is getting longer every week. It's getting longer and wider. Yeah, it is. We honestly, you know, the, the, the fat dude, aspect of the business. I, 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 I By the need way, to, we were all six hundred pounds. I need to reiterate. I do not like these women. <laughs> I do not like. We are sexist. We are very sexist, fat phobic. We are racist, homophobic we are racist. company. <laughs> We are both pedophiles, both of us. I need to, you to I need you to understand as, that as an as an Italian business owner, it is my right and my culture. As podcasters, as podcasters, as Jake the and Thomas who host the show. <laughs> Jake and Thomas, not as the fictional we Italian are both convicted sex felons. <laughs> uh, we love to molest. Ah, uh, you know, it just. The cycle we are essentially of two of the most dangerous people on earth. I do not understand how successful a show has been because I, sh- I belong in jail. <laughs> I am a proud Italian pedophile. I As come was from a my l- father before me. <laughs> I come from a long line of a proud Italian pedophile. <laughs> when I got my twenty-three million back, it was just a picture of Roman Polanski I've, in the dictionary. I- <laughs> been a pedophile since I was eight years old. <laughs> my dad was in the union. My grandfather was in the union. Oh, like the electrician's union? No. A pipe fitter union? No, pedophile union. A.K.A. Well, Mas- the Masons. <laughs> A.K.A. the Masons. Me and Thomas are notorious 33rd degree Masons. Um, we are not pedophiles. I Imagine don't a guy joined, like uh, back in the day, like in the 50s or something, an Italian guy joining the Masons. And, like, slowly figuring out they don't do anything that bad. Like, yeah, I kind of do some work around here, you know? Some guy's like, yeah, I'm a Boy Scout leader. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'm a carpenter, and then, you know, I do a Sunday school class. I'm a Boy Scout leader. He's like, I, I heard you, uh, you're a carpenter. What does that mean? You know, like, uh, burn down houses or something? No, I, uh, I do mostly framing work. Um, I don't really do trim. You know, it's just a framing crew, basically. <laughs> hey, you know, we've been getting our ass kicked with this new, with the way lumber prices have been going up. Because, hey, we're not getting paid any more than we were. I mean, it's right. not getting any easier for guys like us. Right. And, you know, <clears throat> the union's doing what it can, but, you know, it can't do all that much. The cliche in the movies is that, like, they were in waste management, which I guess, like, like the guy would be like, oh, what do you do for a living? It's like, I'm in waste management. I always saw like, like a guy legitimately being a garbage man and like telling a maid mafia guy like, "Oh, I'm in waste management." And he's like, "Oh yeah, it's good money, ain't it?" And he's like, "No, I make four dollars an hour." And it's like, "What crew you work with? Bronx? Ah, oh, the Bronx crew. Yeah, those guys are mean. Something else, real flashy guys. You talking about Tim? Wait, Tim." Tim has cerebral palsy. He's not really, I wouldn't call him flashy. He's definitely twitchy. You know, doesn't really drive a nice car or anything. Anyway, uh, in life, sometimes you watch so many mob movies that you go down our Wikipedia rabbit hole to try and learn as much as you can about the five families, and you trace them all the way back to Italy. Uh, and you're not really surprised at what you find. A lot of them are like four foot ten guys. If I was there, they would have called it the six families, and my family would have been one of them. The White family. That's right. <laughs> the Gambino, the Bonanno, the White. The, the White family. The White family. Man, you got to really, for growing up, you know, super religious, you, you really got, kind of got, it's funny that, you're, that, that that's the family crest. White. That's awesome. 
It's a sick name. Could have been worse, you know. Race it, Thomas racist. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, hey, uh, hey, man. Uh, we're just filling out the business paperwork here. Um, I appreciate you reaching out to the firm. So I do have Jake Rhodes here as uh, president. Under CEO, it says Thomas Homophobe. I'm like, yeah, it's, a, it's just a family name. Sorry. It's like, oh, so it's not a joke? Uh, no. It goes, it's a weird long line of homophobes. But I, I'm not one. I just, <laughs> just want to let you know that it's There's like multiple politicians named Raper, which is really impressive. Do you remember... Um, All, like, for... n- none of them passed, like, state legislature, I'm pretty sure, but... The... What was that? Oh, Reince Priebus. Yeah. He, yeah, that one was a really... That was a good era. Because I was like... That was when, like, if you wanted to go viral on Twitter, all you would had to do was type, like, Peebus Bebus, or, like, name your cat, like, Bungo. And Who then, was like, it that said that it sounded like Scooby-Doo saying nice penis? I forget. <laughs> I think that may have been Nick. Or I don't know. I, maybe, uh... I don't know, but I do remember that post, and I do remember I do remember it being somebody in this circle of whatever the fuck, so... I don't know. It could have... Shout your out guess to whoever is, that was. That was a, shout out to whoever that was. That was a solid one. Yeah, that was pretty... <laughs> Rise, unless it was unless it was somebody I unless don't it was like a mortal that. enemy of mine. Yeah, yeah. Somebody Dude, it's always even giving me one thumbs down in a group DM. In which case, it... that wasn't that didn't hold up, and you should be ashamed of yourself. The uh, whenever people beef on there, especially it's like like friends of mine, I guess, and uh, you know, I was like, oh, he's a huge piece of shit, man. I'm like, oh, okay, like what did he do? Did he like like do like a sex? crime or something and he like you know it's like oh no he just thumbs down a joke i did in a chat like two years ago i'm like oh okay i guess i understand that you know not all of them can be winners thomas what are you looking at bro? i was looking at my phone why are you doing that we are having a fucking job to do twitter i started checking i was looking at my phone seeing what my notifications were yeah stop kind of my job dude hey here's an idea we need to run for office soon Mm -hmm. but we need to Here's we're doing thing. the acting thing. I'm telling you, we're getting our headshots. Done. Right. You are for sure. I got a lot going on, you know. I'm real busy with work. You're doing that Shia LaBeouf movie where you guys play two hunters and you guys find a, a little boy in the woods and you're not sure what yeah, to do with him, so you kiss on him? It's where Shia LaBeouf and I are hunting and we get to the end of the hunt and I, he's like, I see it. And I'm like, what? He's like, it's there. Like, we're looking for like a moose thing, right? And he just starts fucking me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you gotta be kidding me, Shia! You were gonna fuck me this whole time. He says, "Yeah." It's called Musk of a Moose, uh, starring Shia LaBeouf and Thomas White. It's called Shia LaBeouf fucks <laughs> Thomas in the ass. <laughs> it you it sweeps. That new the... Tom Cruise movie did well. Just wait till you see this one. It sweeps cans every year. They <laughs> just keep bringing it back. It's a 15 year old movie. <clears throat> I got a uh, uh, a friend of mine got me a Furbo. It's like a. You know what it is? It like yeah, shoots. it's like that that fox tail that goes up your ass like a corkscrew, and then you can yeah, sit yeah. on it and you can bounce like Tigger around the apartment mm. and it fucks <laughs> you in the ass really hard and it makes you come all a lot and squirt all over the walls and come in your own mouth and swallow it. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. In fact, I'm glad that you gave such a vulgar description of it because I don't think people that listen to the show know what a furbo is. But my buddy did give me that. He was like, hey, man, I could tell that you're tense in your life. Uh, so I got you one of these. Oh, it's the, uh, it's like a camera. You can, like, talk to your dog or whatever. Uh, and it shoots treats. Like, it launches them or whatever. But my dog's kind of, she's not stupid. She's pretty stupid. Um, 
like the dog is supposed to like get associate the sound of the with like a treat's coming and then they'll like back up and then like you know catch the treat or whatever she has a new uh, a, a really interesting tactic where she'll just kind of put her head under it at an angle and it'll just bounce off her head and land like right in front of her feet and then she'll just eat it off the floor so she doesn't have to chase after the treat which is like that yeah that i that is my dog like you don't do the thing that the something is designed to do you find a much easier route to get a reward and then even if that is an annoying thing that causes you a little bit of pain, it's fine because the easiest route is much better than, you know, figuring out whatever the fuck it is you're actually supposed to be doing. Like putting it together that bed last night, I just kind of drilled shit into holes until, you know, the bed frame worked. You're going to sleep on it, so let me know how it works. Oh, uh, I'm going to test it out for sure because I <laughs> will be beaten off in there and I will be. Well, I can't jack off unless I'm jumping on the bed. I hope you know. That's not true, but I, you know, I appreciate you giving me a place to stay. No problem, man. You know, it's not the like, city it's not condemned like... my house. They said you've got too many rascals in there. Rascal flats. <clears throat> um, Did you know the life is a highway was a cover? Yeah, it's like an old like pop song, isn't it? Something like that. I think because it's just me, old Thomas, out of the loop. A dumb motherfucker. Stupid uh, ass bitch. Oh, what do you Maybe. want to be when you grow up? Uh, I'm 28, so I feel like it's over. You know, no uh, man, you got a lot of a lot of time ahead of you. <laughs> life is long, you know. People who say life is shorter. Yeah, I mean, long. you're not even halfway there yet, most likely. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> when I was a kid, I wanted to be a wrestler. Uh, I really, really wanted to be in the WWE so bad. Um, You've got the joints for it. <laughs> that is true. Uh, then I wanted to be a lawyer, and then I wanted to be... No, I wanted to be a wrestler, and then an actor, and then a lawyer. And then now I'm doing this. All of those could still happen. For sure. You yeah, all of those could... <laughs> yeah, I could be the first... You have trip a master's degree. Getting into law school would be easy. Yeah, I could I could fake my way like into that like I did everything else. Um I don't know, man. I think podcasting is basically it. Uh you know, I don't This is just an this is like the most amount of effort I'm willing to put into just about anything. Um <clears throat> What if Cypress Hill offered for you to be a new member of Cypress Hill? What would you Dude, say? I would I would eat that up. Are you serious? Yeah, Going to the store to smoke some weed, hanging out with my dad and you know, like of course like all their raps are like I I ate an Oreo, it was crazy cool. Like that shit would rock and then I would probably and be the guy who sings hits from the bong. Oh yeah, the the hype man that's like smoke weed. <laughs> No, I would only be willing to perform on that one song. I don't know the other ones that well. Like, so that would be my only. I would ask for you know more than two thirds of the profits. <laughs> yeah, but I would be As the hits are, from yeah. the bong guy. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a sweet spot if you're in Cypress Hill. It's a designated hits from the bong guy. Wasn't Flavor Flav basically like just a hype man for uh... for Chuck D? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he did any production or what. Because like he, he said, had, he said he got like fucked over, right? But he, what what mm -hmm. work did he do? Well, so like I I thought from my understanding, like he's more famous than Chuck D, but because of pop culture, like he didn't. 
like because of flavor, like because of like movie stuff, and then Flavor of Love, and then he had that um, that one single that was on Breaking Bad. Oh, what the fuck is that? Uh, unga bunga bunga G, unga bunga bunga G. I said boom bang 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 like that fucking stupid ass like gibberish song that was like big in the nineties or whatever. Well. Let's see. He has six Grammy nominations, which is fine. Well, I am way off on that, but... Uh, well, that's uh, all from Public Enemy. I didn't know Public Enemy had any Grammy nominations. Dude, he's yeah. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Talk about coasting, man. Yeah, just do Flavor of Love after like a brief hiatus or whatever. And the clock thing, I guess that gave him a little bit of gas. He's he's a cousin of ODB, RZA, and Giza of Wu Tang Clan. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah, that yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. But he's also like a skilled musician. He's he plays fifteen instruments. That he's basically Prince, only not as suave or dead. I didn't add it. I did not know that about him. He was also an old graffiti guy. That's oh, that's sick. And an old chef. Man, the motherfucker's a jack of all trades. Interesting. And that's funny. So apparently Rick Rubin wanted to sign Chuck D, but just Chuck D, because he had, like everyone else, no idea what Flavor Flav was contributing. And Chuck right. D was like, not nah, package deal. And he was like, whatever, <laughs> dude. Fucking goddamn. Fine, bring your fucking weird-ass, twitchy, like, 110-pound friend. I told you when fucking we saw Viper... Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a fucking. He brought his beats on a CD, and he had, one of his uh, hype men was just drinking a four loco in a bar that he brought from a gas station. <laughs> what are we reading about, dude? So apparently, yeah, apparently, um, that's funny. Yeah, ap- apparently, like basically, his whole career was like him and Chuck D. Like, doing shows and other people being like, hey, we're, like, serious political rappers. What is this guy doing here? And Chuck D being like, nah, he's, like, part of the group. <laughs> but he was just, like, a stage presence. Yeah, he, yeah, he was just fun to have around. Yeah. That's perfect, dude. That is honestly so meant to just, like, contribute nothing except, like, good vibes. But, like, you have no real concrete, like, I guess, involvement in anything, you know? Yeah, and apparently he, like... Thought he got fired from Public Enemy in 2020 because he disapproved of them, of like Chuck D like playing at a Bernie Sanders That's event. Funny. And then there was like a hoax where like somebody convinced Flavor Flav he got fired, but he like didn't. And he was like, whatever, I quit. And Chuck D was like, dude, you, you didn't get fired. And he was like, okay, <laughs> fine. You, you got me. You got me. I've been got. You know that's what that's how we're gonna be, you right? Know, in yeah. Twenty years, whenever you're playing shows for, you know, John Fetterman's grandkids or whatever, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just an old, old winch. Dude, the back and forth between like the accounts ran by. Uh, I thought I thought Oz was like people. People got mad at me on Twitter because I was like, I didn't know he was Muslim. I thought he was Mormon. People were like, his name is Mehmet Oz, and he's from Turkey. Uh, bigot much, and I was like, dude, he is a piece of shit. 
Okay, let's it'd let's clear like that up. It's more big to be like, this is what some kind of fucking Arab guy. What, he's yeah, like Muslim. People were like, Mehmet, ever heard of it? And I'm like, no, I haven't. And they're like, uh, Mehmet, which is a Turkish version of Muhammad, stupid idiot. And I'm like, you would you Googled that. You didn't know what that was. And if you did, get fucked. Eat shit, suck my dick from the back, on soft, from scratch, etc., so on and so forth. I didn't know. I thought Dr. Oz was like a name like Oprah. Like, it's like a TV Oprah's name. Oprah's name, right? I don't give a fuck. It's a TV name. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's named Oprah Winfrey. I, I don't give a shit. It's a TV What name. is it? Some <laughs> magic made-up name like Precious? <laughs> What if like Adam Sandler? Come on, yeah. No, like I just Conan O'Brien. I like I didn't know, and so anyway, like the the fucking his account is like John Fetterman, more like John fucking loser in my pussy, and he's fucking me. And then John Fetterman is like, you are stupid. I don't know, man. the The political landscape of that race is very funny. I do. I like people being like. Uh, not that he's going to lose, but people being like, yeah, this is like the most important part of the election is that, is that he gets ratioed. Yeah. The, I, well, there's this idea that somehow, like, whoever's running the social media, like, them being funny online, like, translates to votes or whatever, which I don't really think it moves the needle. Maybe but, a few, but, like, yeah, the it Republican doesn't, base isn't going to be like, oh, you know what? You dunked on him. Yeah, so I won't. Ass, so we're actually voting for Fetterman now. Yeah, he wears Carhartt and goes to. I think the they should wa- both be publicly executed. I hundred percent agree with that. Um, not for any political reason. One I for just... being overweight, and the other for being a doctor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the two types of people I hate the most. Um, no, I like the <laughs> the idea that uh, that you can post your way. I don't even know if the Fetterman guy like knows what a dunk is. I'm pretty sure whoever runs it's like a 20 year old like political science major from WVU. Yeah, they make shit. him do TikToks and he looks. It, it's rough, dude. Yeah, it's like a, imagine like a pipe foreman doing <laughs> like like the most like fucking like hungover like I hate my wife pipe foreman being like I'm running a uh, welcome I I'm serving cunt in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, I put my whole pussy into this election. <laughs> I, I want you to know that on period, we will be passing a minimum wage, um, and that is on uh, foe and them, uh, and that is gang cunt sis. Thank you. I, I, I want him to tell Dr. Oz to go back to Africa. Uh, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Hey, Dr. Oz, go back to Africa, man. Yeah. Just, just, just go back. Came from. Just go back to fucking Africa, you dork loser. Uh, we should what call him. What kind of doctor is Dr. Oz? He's a cardiothoracic uh, doctor. Completely like a, made up, just like a chiropractor. Like a, <laughs> a guy who does, like, chest surgery. Yeah. Yeah, not real. Cardio really. doctor? What, do you fucking, you want to administer some push-ups to me? <laughs> some jump rope? Dumbass. He, he uh... He looks like Mitt Romney to me. They just kind of have the same, like, uh, honey, I'm home type fucking, like, stupid, goofy-ass look that uh, pisses me the fuck off. But apparently he's Turkish, and apparently I'm racist. Uh, You know, it happens sometimes. That's just how it goes, you know? I mean, what are you going to do? Sometimes in life, you're just a depressed guy, and you don't, uh, you know. Life is a really hard game, and, uh, you know, being white and a guy... It's like playing like life on expert mode. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, 
Because a lot of times, you know, when you're a dude and you just sort of meander your way through life, people expect things of you. But all you want to do is podcast and, like, make, uh, like, ramen and, uh, you know, eat brisket, buy a 75-inch TV. I I just want to, like, steal cars and, like... And, like, dig up holes in the dirt. Do you think you would have been a good outlaw? Like, a frontier outlaw? Like, do you think you could have, like, been like a like a, like a a Jesse James type? Like a Butch Cassidy type? I feel like... No. Back then, if you had, like, a 92 IQ, because everybody else was rocking, like, 82... I, th- I, th- I mean, realistically speaking, I would have just died of asthma. Yeah, that like on okay. The trail, like a big yeah. dust storm would have kicked in, it would have just killed me. Hundred percent, like a yeah. Real little child, for sure. Now, could I have? I mean, I think I would have been okay for the most part in most areas, just because for some reason, all, all like my great grandparents, did everyone lived to be like a hundred. Yeah, but I would have been kind of a bitch about it. Like everybody, I say that I would have done cool things, but like. That's just your own hubris or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah because yeah. it's like people in my family, and not that there aren't dumb people, but like there's, you know, there's some pretty smart people in my family, and they tend to just do regular things for the most part. Yeah, yeah, same. I don't like, think I would have been the next fucking Jesse James. I think maybe, you know, I would have made a nice living for myself as like just a... Like, like a, a guy who runs a steel mill or something. a teacher or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. I I would like to think that, you know, if given the opportunity, because I've always thought like robbing banks back then was like because like before cameras and like CCTV and like alarms and shit, it was like, can you just run fast and can you like shoot? Which like I can't run. Well, (laughs) you know what? I've answered my own question. I can't run very fast. And my wrist locks if I shoot too much. <laughs> so I guess I guess I've answered my own question in that regard. But like Billy the Kid was all gimpy, weird looking. But I think that added to his charm. Maybe they didn't kill him for that reason. But you know, in my mind, I would have been a good outlaw, like a you know pretty boy Floyd type. You know, I would have been a Nelson. good like Jack the Ripper type, like <laughs> that guy. Yeah, it's like, oh, what would you do if you go back in time? Would you kill Hitler? It's like, no, I think I would be like a. Like a Jack the Ripper type, you know, it'd be super easy. So you, like a like a prolific killer of women. I, I genuinely, this is maybe my own hubris. I feel like I could get away with killing like several people. Yeah, I mean, I probably not it's, in New York City or whatever. Yeah, but like, like in the like in the Panhandle, like just oh, yeah, put up dude. put up triple I'll doubles. <laughs> Easy. Just like in like 1896, There's just gas like gas stations you drive to, and it's like, oh, I could just you could kill me or I could kill you. I mean, yeah, yeah. When I up here after you get past Georgetown on 35, like in between when I'm going up to Fort Worth to do mm-hmm. like we, we hang out or whatever, I'm like dude, I could pull off on any one of these towns, and I feel like I could stab somebody and just get back in a car and like keep going. You know, like it wouldn't really matter to anybody. But that's just, you know, intrusive police, thoughts. police, like, don't work as much as they do on TV. No, I didn't know. Yeah, like, when you grow up watching... So, like, my, my Meemaw, Rip and Peace Meemaw, uh, she loved procedural crime dramas. So, like, as a kid, I thought, like, the way that the justice system worked when it came to, like, murder and rape was, like, a guy does it, and then a detective goes to, like, a shipyard, and he interviews, like, a skinny, fucking, cracked-out-looking dude... And the detective's like, I got your number. 
and it's curtains and it's over for you. And the guy's like, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. And then like 30 minutes goes by and then they get him. They like case closed inside like half an hour. And then like I started like watching like I were reading about like prolific murderers or whatever. Guys like Ed Kemper and shit just reading on them. And it's like, nah, man, it's unless you like get cocky or like you want to get caught. There was like an era where you could just like straight up <laughs> it's just, you know. It, they, they they don't really try that hard. I mean, they try, you know. But, like, if they don't have your DNA or, like, a body, like, you can basically do whatever you want, you know. Like, the Golden State Killer guy I've talked about on here before, he a guy was, like, working in his tomato garden. He killed, like, a whole bunch of people. And then, like, 30 years later, they got him, you know, SWAT, like, kicked his door in, and he was, like, listening to fucking Johnny Carson and shit. Not saying it's a good idea to do it. You know, don't kill people. Like, yeah, that's bad. but if you want to, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, the the whole thing about, like, oh, you know, a case goes cold after, you know, the first three or four days or whatever. Like, if they don't get a lead, it's like, detectives are typically pretty overworked, so it's like, if they don't get a lead on a murder in, like, the first week, they're like, ah, oh, we gotta close this one. Sorry. You know. Sorry your daughter exploded or whatever. You know, they found her in an oil drum, but, you know, shit sucks. We gotta move on from this guy. But that's just, that dude, you know what? That's America. Ain't that America? If it was my America, you could only get away with murder if you had a really good reason. Like, they pissed you off, or, like, you were mad, or, like, they fired you, or, like, you did. they looked at you weird, or <laughs> if, like, they were, that you didn't like the way they looked. Like, if they if they shoulder-checked you accidentally in Trader Joe's because they were looking at your their phone. Yeah, it would make yeah. things more interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like that's a way to make people dude, not it's worry so- about school shootings. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, everybody's getting killed constantly now, so it's like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just part of life at this point. Accept it. It's the, in the same vein as that that like some I don't I, dude I say some some people in my family are like this. There's like a point of pride in being a Texan. <laughs> Where people are like, yeah, you step one toe over my property line and I can fucking kill you. I can blow, I can fucking put a hole in your chest and I can fucking end your life, boy. And that's how it should be. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I like people that are like, yeah, you know what? If, if you approach my car and I fear for my life, I can put a whole Glock clip through the door and fucking cripple you. And you might've just wanted it, uh. A dollar or a cigarette or something, but I don't know that. Like the self defense, stand your ground, like uh, no duty to retreat laws in Texas, Florida too, are like comedically hilarious. I mean, it's morbid because it's people like the gun deaths and shit and violence or whatever, but people that are like, yeah, no, the way it should be is that if I get spooked and a little scary, I should be able to just just let the Glock bark <laughs> in the middle of a residential neighborhood and, you know, potentially kill a whole bunch of people. And, you know, God loves that I do that. And I will be exonerated in a court of law. I actually disagree with doing that. I don't think it's a good idea. Well, you know, no one cares what, what you if think. somebody just got a brand new TV and you shoot it? Dude, honestly, if somebody... Fucked with my new seventy-five inch. It's curtains. We're it's it's all over. You know. When you say your new seventy-five inch, do you mean your TV? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured. I do mean my television. I I don't mean anything else. I don't yeah, that's do, I yeah. didn't. I couldn't think of anything else that you would yeah, mean yeah, by that. Yeah, I got a seventy-five. By inch your new it's... black seventy-five inch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. Jake's so... got a black TV, which is normal. 
I've got one too. Yeah. Nowadays, people don't even think twice about it. <laughs> I'd let any amount of ba- black TVs into my home. Back in the day, you know, it was all the everything you'd get it was white TVs. But yeah, know, white chi- TVs. T- times have changed, you know. And there's nothing yeah, wrong I, with. I'd let my daughter have a black TV. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway, what did you have for dinner, Jakey, Jakey, Jake, Jake? I made a uh, steak tacos. Pretty good. Uh, sirloin. Uh, we had ribeye the other night, so I didn't want to go too fancy. But uh, do you use the cast iron? Because I got a new one. Mint. So fucking delicioso. I uh, did some Spanish rice, some refried beans. It's pretty fucking good, man. Uh, drank like two big cups of cold brew, took a nap. Uh, it's probably not good. I think I'm back up to like nearly 1,000 milligrams again to, like a, of caffeine per day. Somewhere like that, probably seven, 800. I had, like, done pretty good there for a bit, tried to taper off, but we're back in the fucking saddle. You know how she goes. You know how it yeah, is. Yeah, dude, man. you need to work on that. You're going to have heart failure. I need, you really to, I need you to fucking stop with whatever it is you think you're doing. Giving me advice. Get, dude, like, I'm, me. I'm trying to save you. I'm saving your body. I'm making no. it healthy and strong. I'm no. molding it into no. what I want it to be. No, you don't mold anything. You don't do... I'll mold your ass. No, you won't. Stupid butt. You won't do anything to my Dude, I'm going to come over there and I'm going to spank you. you you're going to drive three and a half hours to spank my butt? Yeah, I don't know the address, but uh, I'll drive to your old apartment and I'm going to spank whoever lives there now. <laughs> it's just the maintenance guy just cleaning the carpet. So, look, man, I... Yeah, uh, you bitch. Yeah, yeah, you fucking... This loser. is what you get for what my friend did. <laughs> he said mean things to me on our hee-hee show. Yeah. Sorry, I have a headache. I'm sorry, Bubba. You gonna be alright? Yes, I'm fine. Quit asking about it. I'm fine. I'm gonna be okay. I stole some cactus today. Did you? From the home garden center or what? No, from my college. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. Some. Like, like, was it like planted or just like, was it in like a pot or some shit? It was, it was planted and I just, it was huge though. I just popped off a couple of like pods. Oh, okay. That's fine. I feel like that's room in the backpack. No, it it wasn't like uh, noticeable. Yeah. But I stood there for like 30 minutes debating it like, should I? Is this immoral? No. It's fine. No, I think it's fine. You're good, man. And eventually I was like, you're going to do this, right? You're just, you're going to end up doing this. Just go ahead and do it. No, that's that's totally normal to steal from you. Just, yeah, steal a person if you want, man. Who gives a fuck? I mean, it's not even, you know, not even really stealing. Yeah. In a way. But prickly pear is kind of expensive in nurseries a lot of times. By expensive, I mean more than I want to pay for it. Yeah, like 50 Because, bucks. like, I drive down to Central Texas, it's just growing everywhere. Yeah. It's, and I'm yeah. like, I don't want to pay $25 for this. I remember reading, uh, do you know what Arrow it is? It's like the drug forum from like yeah that yeah yeah i used to go on there to like read about different people's lsd experiences and one guy was like uh you know i was probably like 14 and he was you know it's like this long thread where it's like you can buy hallucinogenic cactus at lowe's and people were like what and he was like yeah you can buy san pedro like cactus pods at lowe's and it, it grows like a fruit similar to it like not a fruit but whatever the fuck peyote is and, uh, you know, it was like, went into this whole thing. And he's like, and he like, is he like giving trip reports and like dosages? And he's like, now at the very end, here's the kicker. He's like, 
By the way, San Pedro takes like 10 to 15 years to produce the hallucinogenic. (laughs) 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 The hallucinogenic effect. So, like, he was telling people, like, dude, it was probably like a 2,000-word entry on, like, you're going to want to look for this specific crossbreed because... You know, it fruits better, and the the trip experience is better, and the taste has got a, like a kind of a sweetness to it. You know, it makes a really good like jam, and you know, it's like the best trip you can get. All this fucking like druggy hippie bullshit, Burning Man shit he was going into, and then like yeah, like the last paragraph, he's like, oh by the way, um, don't expect you know your fruit, you know, to to pot or anything. Like with in a short time span, this is an investment into your spiritual health. So you're going to want to wait a decade and a half <laughs> to, to like, so if you go by Lowe's and you get a San Pedro cactus now, uh, by the time that Miami is underwater due to climate change, you could probably get yourself a nice little yeah, trippy I, trip. By the time you fucking, it flowers, it's like, oh, I don't do drugs anymore. Yeah, I was like, I'm 45. Like, I don't really... You know, this shit is this ship sort of sailed for me in that regard. I uh, feel like that's really what's at the core of a lot of like a t- trip advice or whatever. It's like, so what you want to do is like, you need to buy some Bitcoin and like you're going to send it to a guy who's not going to send you anything in return. He's just a scammer. And then like, you like go to your mom's house to see if she has salvia. If she does, you like eat a bunch of it and you throw up and you think you're going to die. And then that's, like, technically hallucinogenic. Um, And then you're going to, like, have diarrhea for, like, three days. And you're going to call your ex-girlfriend a whore, even though you haven't talked to her in three years. Because it's got bad after effects. Um, The the fucking... My favorite, like, trip reports were, like, the guys who would get really, like... They would wax poetic about, like, DMT mushrooms or peyote masculine whatever the fuck right like they would write these like two or three thousand word entries on like you know the 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 revelations and epiphanies they had you know the internal fucking strife and struggle that was you know the slate was wiped clean by this age-old medicine and then you'd read like a 50 word entry on coke (laughs) the guy would be like yeah, I took about an eight ball to the dome. I jacked off for like three and a half hours. I watched like seasons one through three of Simpsons. And I drank about, I don't know, 22 Bud Lights. And then I went to work the next day. It's pretty awesome. I recommend doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I would like read because I was like super invested. Because like at, at the time when I, I first, one of the first drugs I got into in high school was like, it was acid. So I was like obsessed with like reading about these people's experiences and like I wanted to see if I had any like similar ones and they oftentimes I did. But you ha- you got this there were like two types of druggies on heroin. It was like and th- this is back in the day, this is like mid to late 2000s. And uh and some of these posts, you know, 5 6 years old. So like fucking l- early 2000s late 90s or whatever. People are like, "Yeah, man, you know, I like you know, after my divorce, man, I was just heartbroken and, you know, she took the kids and she took half and I'm paying alimony and I had this stress on my heart. I was thinking about ending it all. I just had a little bit of peyote, a little bit of grandfather of the desert. And it like basically wiped all that shame free, brother. And then a guy named like tugging on it, 4429 is like, I smoke so much ice. I'm at Big Bird outside of a stripes in New Mexico. And he sucked me clean off in the bathroom. (laughs) 
And I just got right back into Peterbilt and drove all the way to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. It was awesome. It was the best experience I've ever had. And I'm like, okay, this is two types of two types of drugs. Or the guys who like would review opiates, which like there's nothing to say about them. They rock. The reviews would be like, I nodded off. Uh, ruined my life. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I, I lost about six years of my life there. Uh, the, you know, heroin is super sick. I do not recommend getting into it because you will start to suck dick for it like two years in <laughs> but the first two years man it's pretty awesome you know you feel like Kurt Cobain or whatever I love Arrowwood dude you can look up how to make like crack and meth on there and uh you know like quaaludes and shit um but yeah you, you mentioned how to make quaaludes yeah you can they gotta I haven't saved on my laptop from like <laughs> I see so like uh I actually no here's the thing the recipe I had on a rip drive and it's been through two laptops I've had over the last like 15 years so when I was in high school uh I was fucking around on Arrowhead and uh this guy I was reading about like people who had found like old UK quaaludes because they outlawed it a little bit later and then you had they had a funny name Mandrix I forget what it's called but anyway I was just reading about it I was like damn this shit sounds fucking sick and then in one of the forum things, uh, this guy was like, hey, I have a Wayback. Uh, so Airwood had removed it, but he was like, I have a Wayback link. Somebody had posted how to make it on here. You can find it. And I was like, this is I'm going to click on this, dude, step by step where to get everything. Almost everything can be bought at automotive stores like or a photography like it's it's basic chemistry ingredients. The guy that made it, his writing is very funny. He's like. Yeah, so like at step nine, basically what's going to happen is you're going to uh, you know, put your toluene in, and then you're going to get basically the precursor of the quaalude. Now, this step can go one of two ways. Uh, you can end up with a nice white crystalline powder, which basically is your methoquaylone. You capsule that stuff up. You're good to go. The other way it goes is your house is va- evaporated. <laughs> it's like, like your shed just, you know, you blow yourself up and you die. Just really hope that it's not, you know, the latter. It's, you know, the former. But yeah, it's a full recipe for it. Like I, the crack, the, the crack and meth ones, like were funny because it's like you know people when you watch those drug shows, like those dare PSAs that are like making meth. It's as easy as making chocolate chip cookies. Only these cookies send you to jail, and you're like, oh okay. But quaalude recipe, I was like, that's lore. Like that's deep. That's like, it's like a medieval like yeah. <laughs> potion. It's like, it's like an old housewife drug. Like it's it's like when I think like you can. Like, making meth, you could probably just Google it, you know? Like, I had never thought that somebody had a step-by-step guide on... But, yeah, it saved my fucking... It's like saved my laptop. Just in case life goes south, you know? Just in case life gets really, really bad. I think I'm smart enough to, to follow the steps and make a little bit of it. But I probably would just do it all. Probably wouldn't sell any of it. Um, but, yeah. Interesting stuff. Um, I saw on Twitter a guy found a bottle of Quaaludes, like, in his parents' attic. Or basement that had been there like thirty years. That's awesome. He was like, um, and like all the replies were like, "I will give you a thousand dollars for each pill, please God." <laughs> like just name searching quaaludes every single day on every social media. Like, yeah. please God, let this one be real. I've been to jail fifteen times for trying to buy quaaludes. <laughs> I just keep meeting DA. Dude, my dad used to brag about it. I think it's like a Gen X thing or like a, like he was like boom, not uh yeah. Boomer Gen X. Cause he's born in like 67. He used to dude, that motherfucker would be like, man, you know what? You guys got a lot of the same drugs. You got X, 
you know, that shit rocks. And I was like, yeah, I love ecstasy. It's one of my favorite drugs. You got Coke, you know, it's not as good as it used to be, but you got it. I'm like, yeah, I fucking love Coke too, Dad. <laughs> He's like, addicted he, to that as well. Addicted <laughs> to that as well. He's like, you know, and you got your fucking opiates and shit. I'm like, all right. Make your point fast. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. He's like, well, one thing you motherfuck- you little motherfuckers didn't get, and y'all are fucking SOL, Quaaludes. Goddamn, let me fucking tell you. Them motherfuckers. You bored Tuesday night? You know what? You fucking, you don't want to, you drinking, you ain't know what to do. You pop a couple of them, you wake up fucking next Monday. And I'm like, that doesn't particularly sound... <laughs> Like, Sounds like a, one of the worst things that could happen to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know what you did. You have no idea. And you feel fucking great. You feel like God. And I'm like, I mean, you know what? I am curious because it's sort of the forbidden fruit of drugs. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of glad I missed I feel it. like a lot of them are forbidden fruit, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My son, I was fine with you doing heroin for nine years. But I hear you do these quaaludes. Come on now. <laughs> I was yeah, I was fine with you sucking dick for crack, but you know this quaalude stuff. It's pretty wacky. What did I tell you? Stick to what comes from the earth. You know, meth, crack, PCP. Fentanyl, you know, ketamine. Uh, have you ever done ketamine? I have not. I wanted to really bad back in the day. Yeah. Now even when I'm off probation, I don't think I like want to that bad. That's my cup. It is your cup. Yeah, that's fine. I have more of them. You told me I could keep it. I called yeah, you about I, it. I, I didn't care about the cup anymore. I was down the street. I was at the gas station next to your house. and I was You like, were like, you can throw it away or you can keep it, man. Who fucking cares? It's a cup. Uh, yeah, the fucking... Uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Quaaludes. Uh, quaaludes, yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't, I don't remember where the conversation was going, but... Uh, yeah, I got a Quaalude recipe, and uh, we're kicking it off. Oh, ketamine. Yeah. Ketamine, I fucking, yeah. Yeah, we were fucking... Um, dude, I was coming from work. Um, I was working at this bar called The Aquarium on 6th Street, which is just like fratty bar. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And uh, it looks just like Coke, dude. Like, it really fucking... They should... I've seen should, it. But. Yeah, they should turn the powder green or something, cause it like it's kind of fish scaly too, like blow, like the powder is. Anyway, um, this fucking girl that was at the bar, or whatever, was like there was she was uh she was dating a, a no, I wouldn't call him a friend. Anyway, she had it, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get a bump, but I didn't. I just thought it was blow, and she was like, oh yeah, and I took a key, and it, I was like, <clears throat> you know, she's like that was a really really big bump of ketamine, and I was like. Oh, I gotta go to my car. Like <laughs> immediately, I was like, because I, I had never really done it before, I, I, ever. And I'd heard, you know, that too much can put you in a K hole. And I'd heard about what a K hole is, and it didn't sound good. And I had to drive on the freeway like twenty minutes home. So I was like, I gotta get in my car, and I gotta go like, now because I don't know what's gonna happen to me. But when you snort shit, it's like practically immediate. So like, I get yeah. to the park. I get to the parking garage. You ever seen Get Out, the movie? Like the Jordan Peele scary movie. No, I there, there's a thing in the movie called The Sunken Place. Basically, the guy is like uh, watching himself do stuff from like uh, a pulled away shot in space, and he's like watching his body move around and be moved. I was in my car just looking at my steering wheel, and my body was like, brake, reverse, <laughs> steering wheel, Bluetooth, <laughs> phone. 
And I was like, okay, here are your options. You can sit in this parking lot and wait for this to pass, or you can get on the road <laughs> like, and just see what happens. Dude, I sat in that parking lot. It was like we got out of the well, – when you're, when you're bouncing, you don't get out of work. I mean, I didn't get out of work until like 3. Dude, I sat in that parking lot until like 6 in the morning. No music, no phone, just vibes, <laughs> just absolute. And I, it wasn't a feeling that I like. I just felt it's like a dis, uh, dis is so I don't, I don't know. It was very strange. I was completely disconnected from myself. And this was almost 10 years ago. Um, and so when the drug had a resurgence in popularity, like the last three years, like people do it as like a, like a, like people do it at clubs and shit. I was like, How? Maybe I took too much, but like I would be at, uh, like I would be bouncing at how I was working security at a bar on, uh, like three years ago while I was in grad school. And, uh, I would go like a, a couple bars over if it was slow and I would, you know, get a beer and a shot, you know, fucking whatever, hang out. People are doing ketamine and they're like, dude, you want to, you want to bump a ketamine? I'm like, I don't do drugs no more. Also, how the fuck are you doing ketamine right now? Last time I was in hell, and they were like, oh, it's awesome. I just completely veg out, and I can't talk to anybody for like six hours. I'm like, that... <laughs> I mean, all right, you know, whatever. That's terrible. Dog shit. Uh, but yeah, ketamine's bad. Don't do it, kids. Um, it's really stinky. Uh, only the kind of weird, uh, like, people with uh, fucking, like, invented names. Like, girls who are like, oh, my name's Raven. Uh Girls like that do it, and then guys that are like into like wearing like Rasta like uh, belts do it. <laughs> like I, I like it, you know, if you do a drug like on a regular enough basis, I feel like one part of that is convincing yourself that you're like the same on and off. Yeah, and I remember like I would do acid and then like go out in public and be like, "Oh, this is like how I normally am." Yeah, I'd like go up to a cashier, like stumble over, and she's like. It'll be one ninety five. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> one dot <laughs> nine five five. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you sir. Money. Exchange. Money in the bank. Do you have how many currencies do you have? Do I can you, can I trade forex here at the Seven Eleven? Don't do that, man. No, uh, it, was, it wasn't. The. uh I thought like for a long time that I was just like when you because when you do blow you're like I'm the coolest, funniest, smartest guy that ever lived, and uh, you know anyone here in this room is subject to my power, and you're and then like and you do you do that drug long enough for a certain amount of years and you get off of it and then you meet people who are coked out and you're not and you're like dude someone should have killed me yeah like, someone no, should have fucking you think you're like me. better socially and yeah you're not you're just too much there yeah you're yelly you're red you're sweaty you're like yeah you know like here's the thing man about nascar is is it like when they go fast around the corner they're they're going fast dude and then when you think about like like the turns and like the, the ratio of the speed and power and you're like I could do that. In fact, I'm thinking about taking driving lessons, and and I'm sitting there listening to this guy talk about this, and I'm like, I I want to I want to knock you out where you stand, but you're a friend of mine, so I'm just gonna call you gay, and then I'm gonna go like <laughs> I'm gonna go over. Yeah, I remember telling people I was thinking about training to be a fighter whenever I was like 230 pounds, because I used I, to like, do the same thing in like sheds. Yeah, I did the same. Times. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm pretty good. I can only 
I can only fight for like 10 seconds before I'm super tired. But I actually have a lot of power for a guy who's the same weight as like uh, two pit bulls. <laughs> I would like talk about mixed martial arts when I was like 260 and like doing coke all the time. I would talk about like like doing jujitsu and like boxing and stuff. But my friends that knew me knew that I used to do it. But I would be high on coke at parties and I would be like... Yeah, yeah, I've been doing it a long time, you know. And like my roommate would be like, he would overhear, and then like on the way home, he's like, "Did you tell that girl that like you do, that you've been doing like Muay Thai for like ten years?" And I'm like, "Well, technically I have." He was like, "No, you told me you started when you were like seventeen, and then you got really fat after, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so you did it like consistently for like two years, and then." Like for six months again, and then you gained eighty pounds, and then this is sort of where you're at now, at twenty four. I was like, yeah, but like you know, like I still do it. And he's like, I have not seen you wrap your hands once in five years that I've been your friend. And I'm like, well, you know, like I mean, I could get back in there and still be just as good. And he's like, dude, I've watched you climb stairs, and you get sick at the top. <laughs> like it's not even that you're out of breath. <laughs> like like you get sick. Like you get quarter like a palish green, and you like dry heave. And I'm like. Dude, you're just busting my balls. And he's like, no, I just need you to understand how goofy it sounds to like you're macking on somebody. And you're like, yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of like I could probably fight like I could cut weight. You know, and you think it sounds cool because you're on coke, but you're a fat, fat fuck, a sweaty, fat guy telling a girl who doesn't care about you that you used to do Brazilian jiu jitsu, which nobody cares. But uh, because you're high on coke in your mind, you're like, yeah, I'm John Wick. I'm 270 pound, John. <laughs> like girls want to, they want to fuck like Jason Bourne. That's why they're yeah, at parties. Yeah, girls are really into CIA agents and like guys with cauliflower ear. That's who they're into, you know. Uh, I would just like, I like the the delusions of like obviously like the cliche joke is like the small business plans. Like you're talking with your buddy and you're like, all right, Muslim owned food truck, enchiladas. Good. All right, I'm going to take out $150,000 a year loan. We're going to make this happen. But more than anything, I would just like, like, just like lie to strangers. <laughs> just be like, yeah, yeah, no, it's like, uh, I got this deal in the works. Um, basically, so like Matt Gronig's retiring and they're going to make me the head writer of The Simpsons. And uh, people will be like, that, that really? Like, how did you get that gig? And I was like, well, you know, I posted on Twitter like every day for like 15 years and somebody followed me that that was like a head right at Simpson. They're like, dude, Matt saw your posts, man, about like going to the store and jacking off in the bathroom. And he thinks you can like really capture Homer. So we're going to start you off at a half a million dollars a year. And then basically you're going to take his spot and we're going to reboot Futurama and you're going to do all the voices. Just lot, just, just the complete delusional nonsense. Yeah. It's telling people you're starting like six businesses when you have yeah. $20 total. Yeah. It, it, six businesses that are, that were, you started them yesterday and Forbes 500 is already calling <laughs> like today. Like you, you, you did 10 years worth of growth in like 45 minutes and you're like, yeah. Just now, again, my friends would overhear this stuff and they're like, dude, nobody has ever called you about anything. <laughs> like, no, nobody's called you about, you have no job right now. You are, uh, you know, and I'm like, well, somebody's going to call. I could day. go back out there, though. I could get a job. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could get any job I wanted to, but like, yeah. right now I'm just playing the field. I think, like, like trying to, like, like be like at bars and like at parties. I remember like I cringe at it. Like how like trying to like fl- like because I don't know how to like I didn't know how to like flirt or like talk 
you know, like in a romantic way to people like, hey, what's up? You know, what do you like to do? But on Coke, I was like, you know, hey, like, so I don't know if you knew this, but, um, uh, you know, uh, Abraham Lincoln was shot at Kennedy Theater and <laughs> was shot at the Lincoln Theater. And uh, I, my, my granddad's name, John F. Kennedy, and uh, I am related to him. And then, the, you know, that person's like, I really need to go so far away. <laughs> and it was never like, I just like, I, th- I think it was just already sort of being kind of manic and then doing a drug that kind of accelerates mania to the point where you're like, you're no longer on planet Earth. Yeah, I would, I would kind of like uh, have a joke in my head. And I was like, this is going to land. And then I'd be like, yeah, you're really fat. <laughs> and then I would just kind of be like, hmm. Better walk away from this one, kind of. I, dude, not I sure what I was going for there. Here's the thing: I like, I would do that shit sober. Like my buddy, uh, one of my old roommates, uh, his girl, his his ex girlfriend had came to a party that we were throwing, and they were like kind of like trying to put things back together. But he was out getting some some strange on the sly, as they say, and. Uh, you know, she comes with me. She's like, where's Frank? And I was like, uh, oh, I, I think he's having sex with some girl like next door. And she just starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my other roommate, Jared, comes up to me. He goes, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, are you high right now? Like, how much fucking coke have you snorted? Like, do you not know how to talk to people? And I'm like, nah, I just didn't want to lie to her. And he's like, lie. <laughs> like, just say he went to the store. Like, she's just left in tears. And I'm like, that's her problem, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I... I don't, I don't have anything to do with that. And he's like, dude, you're a fucking real asshole. And I'm like, I mean, I know, but like, you know, like what, I, you know, they're broken up. And he's like, dude, they broke up like a day ago. And I was like, just this shit would happen like that where like somebody would be like, oh, you know, like, like somebody that I had met or whatever, they would be like, dude, man, like Jake, bro, it's so nice to see you again. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm just keeping a buck. Dude. I don't know. I don't know your name. Be like, oh, that's that. That's hurtful, man. And I'm like. You know, it's just the way she goes, <laughs> I guess. Like, and that was, I think, just like a byproduct of like, you know, again, cocaine. Like, cocaine makes you think you're cool enough to be like, yeah, I don't remember you, bro. I'm kind of an A-lister in life. <laughs> I have nine dollars in my checking account, and I chain smoke cigarettes. So you know, it's it's just sort of like a lifestyle. But yeah, yeah, re- uh, I didn't know. I I remember a few years ago, like. Um- Like, we were hanging out or whatever, me and a few friends, and, like, one of my friend's buddies, who I was, like, also buddies with or whatever, but, like, we talked shit here and there or whatever. He, like, showed up and then, like, left a few minutes later. I was like, oh, that's weird. You know, I want to stay. And my buddy was like, no, last time we hung out, you, like, just told him to his face that you didn't like him. (laughs) Yeah, dude, yeah. And that you didn't want to see him. You said you did, you said you hated him. Yeah. Like, you told that to him, and I was like, I did not. I didn't say that, and they were like, "You, you did." Absolutely I mean, said that. That's yeah. why he's reacting in this way. He just doesn't want to start shit with you. Yeah. <laughs> right now, it's just you know you don't want to go to a party and just start shit with people. He's not that kind of guy. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have a problem with him, and they're like, "Well, you, you've you created tr- one. You tried to fist fight your friend." Yeah. I'm like, I. That doesn't seem like something I do. It's like again, maybe it doesn't, but it's just it's what you did. Yeah. I would like. Yeah, I apologize, I would, like last year for that. I was like, "Hey, uh, just so you know, I know this was like three years ago, 
I've never had a problem with you. I legitimately am not sure why I said that. And he was like, you're good, man. I've, we kind of figured that out later, that there was no issue ever. You just kind of say things. I would wake up with this, like, immense sense of, like, anger at myself and, like, shame. And nobody in the house would be talking to me. Like, all my, my best friends and my roommates. This is, was pretty regular occurrence, two, three times a month. And, uh, you know, I would, like, wake up and I'm like, hey, man, Sunday, like, let's get after it. And, you know, like, like let's fucking, like, let's tap the keg, man. Let's keep it going. People would be like, uh, what do you remember about last night, bro? And I was like, not a fucking thing, but that's a sign that, you know, we really threw down, didn't it? And everybody's like, you um, basically sat on the couch and pointed at everyone and said you were going to, quote, KO everyone where they sit, called us all huge pussies, told us to kill ourselves, and then took the eight ball that was meant for the party and went in your room and locked the door. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't mean any of that. And they're like, it doesn't really matter <laughs> that you didn't mean it. You know, it's just like a thing that you do with somewhat regularity. So maybe just like keep an eye on that. I'm like, man, you know, drugs. They make you, you know, they make you fucking make you crazy. They, they make you crazy. You know, they make you super, you know, compassion. They're like, yeah, man, we all do cocaine and we get a little rowdy. But like, you know, you were telling, you know, you were telling a random guy at a party that like no one's going to remember him when he dies. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he started to look at you weird and you were like, hey, if you look at me like that again, I'm going to pull your fucking jaw off like an ape. And he just like got in the Uber and left. He's like a friend of of mine, actually. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> friend of yours. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. He, you he's in your class. Like y'all have hung it. You sold him drugs a bunch of times. Y'all went to a concert together. Yeah, it just like when you that like uh, Sunday scare. Like you wake up and you're like, I was a dickhead. Like especially like if if like you if I took like Xanax or whatever. Like you're like, I think I said something mean to somebody I really care about. But again, it happened to me a lot too. Like I would like when a friend of mine would like. I remember one time I was driving my friend home. I, this is a long time friend, you know. We're still close. We're just driving home. I took his ass home. He's drunker than fuck. Him and his girlfriend had gotten into a fight. And uh, like uh, you know, I've just got some music on at a respectable level. He's like hiccuping. I got a fucking. I I brought a plastic bag in case he puked. And uh, he just casually, you know, reaches over the volume knob, turns it down, and I'm like, all right, here's the, here's where the waterworks come. You know, him and his old lady are fighting. You know, I'm going to have to do the whole, hey, man, you know, if it needs to end, it needs to end. You know, you just need to keep your chin up. The fucking, the story that you give to your boys hurting yeah. over you. And he goes, hey, man, I just, uh, I got something that I've been meaning to tell you. I'm like, all right, here it comes. You know, I already know exactly what I'm going to say. He's like, dude, you're a real fucking asshole. And people like you're grading to be around sometimes. And, uh, you know, you think that you're this like, you know, witty guy, but really like a lot of the times you're just a fucking arrogant prick. And sometimes you annoy me to be around. And I just, sometimes I fucking hate you. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like 20 years old. Like, dude, I'm like, I'm in my mind, I'm crushing it. I got a job. I'm in school and you know, I got a girlfriend and I was like, all right, man. Like tear forming. <laughs> I'm like, no, Swag, dude, I appreciate you being honest with me. He's like, no, man, this isn't like one of those things where, like, I'm trying to tell you to get it together. I just want you to know that you're a fucking cocky piece of shit. And, like, however cool you think you are, you're a fucking loser. Fuck you. Just on 35. <laughs> like, 80 miles an hour. And I'm like, all right, man. And I drop him off or whatever. And, like, the next day he texts me. He's like, hey, man, 
uh, I don't really remember a lot. I just remember I feel like we had an argument in the car. And I was like, yeah, you called me like a pussy. Uh, you told me that I would never like amount like none of my dreams would get fulfilled. Like I would never do anything cool in my life that I'd just probably be just like my dad. Uh but we're chill though, <laughs> like we're super, we're cool as fuck, you know. Like, and but I, again, like not on him or on me. Like, I think when you just have those types of friendships and like, you know, misery loves company or whatever, like that shit is just like happens. Like I've done it, people have done it to me. It's like I've been at random parties where somebody I didn't know is is just like I fucking don't like you, and I'm like swag. I'm like, All right, you know, like I think people just. You know, like it just, it happens. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's like, I don't want to say it's like an addict thing. Cause I know people that are sober. They're like that. They're just like, Hey, you're a fucking dickhead. Nobody likes you. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Well, eat shit, you know, whatever. But I do think if you like party a lot and you're around like a lot of like, especially like aggro dudes. You yeah, know, for it, sure. It like, it's just sort of like, it comes it with just the territory. builds up and it's just, yeah. 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 And, it, and it's always a guy who like. And under normal circumstances, you're like, yeah, I'll help you come build that shelf, dude. No problem. Like, it's always a guy you don't want to, like, be a dick to. It's never just some dude who's, like, shoulder-checked you at the party or, like, it's just always some guy that's, like, you've known for, like, 10 years and you're like, you're a pussy, dude. You're a coward. <laughs> God does not smile down on you. Uh, anyway, you know, if you're listening to this shit and you like it. Uh, and you love it and you want some want more, some more of, of it. it. I try so hard. I can't rise above it. You're going to want to go over to patreon.com slash Pendejo time. You can toss us a $5 to get a four extra bonus episodes per month. Uh, if you give us 10 bucks, you get a video episode. If you give us 50, really, you get I'll every- suck your dick. Uh, no, you I get- won't. There's, you- I forgot there's people subscribed to it. If you give us 50 bucks a month, you can get your name tossed in a hat. All right. I'm yes, gonna, sir. And then what'll happen is if we pull your name out of that hat, you can be third mic for uh, one week. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about it. We won't um, buy you a mic, but if you got one, yeah. Yeah, if you got one laying around, even if you don't, we could just do a P88 run. Where it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or a Matt Crisman robot episode. Yes. Or we 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 do it, but we mute your audio. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. Yeah, I like that idea. Just like, yeah, that was a good one, man. Thanks. Um. Yeah, go on and give us some love. Uh, we got some shit that I'm not gonna announce it on this one, but uh, there's some shit in the works. Uh, it'll be pretty cool when it does happen. Uh, but until then, uh, everybody that got a shirt, uh, thank you. If you didn't get one, and you're listening to this, like, we was there any issues with like any returns or anything? Um, I got all the returns ironed out. If your shirt got sent swag. back, it okay, has been swag. sent out as of today. Swag. Um. There's a few random like people here and there who didn't order one but want one. Um, I cannot make any promises at this point. Yeah, like I think that. we're running low. But we uh, are pretty much sold out of larges yeah. and XLs. We have plenty, dude. If you want a double XL, I'll f- you you can get one for sure. Double yeah, if you want triple a triple XL, uh, I think probably a smaller medium you can get still. If you want a Pendejo uh, time moo, basically. <laughs> I would I would uh honestly I don't want to bring this on myself, but DM me if you still want a shirt and you live in the States. Um and if you don't live in the States, I will make you pay for, for international shipping or whatever. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, just because it's expensive and a pain in the ass, but I I love you guys. 
Uh, so I, I we'll try and figure that out here and there. Swag, yeah. Uh, thanks for purchasing them, and thanks for listening. Uh, oh, bye-bye. Bye.